I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We open up the show talking about the Knicks and how happy we were to see them come back in the fourth quarter against the Nets and just taking over that building. And even though the Nets are irrelevant at this point, they are losing, they're a team that's not going to make the playoffs, they are in tatters, it still feels good to rub the mud in their face when you have an opportunity to because of all these Nets fans that were just so proud of themselves when Kevin Durant chose Brooklyn and Kyrie Irving chose Brooklyn and how they were going to take over the town. And that was the way to do it. If you were going to build a fan base, it was to get some of the top superstars in the NBA to agree to come to your team and then win championships, preferably multiple championships, with also James Harden coming here, and it couldn't have gone any worse. It was one of the biggest failed experiments in sports history, uh, let alone New York sports history, and now they're in a situation where they're trying to rebuild and they just stink. Nobody's watching the games uh, their attendance seems to still be pretty good. But in a situation like this, the Knicks fans come in, and the Knicks are the far better team, the far superior team. And they're a team that's got designs on going to the Eastern Conference Final. So I, I love it. I know it's not the same type of rivalry as you have with Mets-Yankees or even Knicks-Heat or Knicks-Celtics, but it changed with the cocky Nets fan when Kevin Durant chose the Nets over the Knicks. It was the greatest moment they ever had, which turned into the worst moment they ever had. So... I had a perma-smile last night watching this, and anytime you can smack around little brother, it makes you happy. <laughs> yeah, well, I would agree with everything you just said. And there's no, there's no uh, I don't get joy at the, you know, at the expense of Jerry here. Yeah, so, you, you do. Know, I love Jerry. You know, I don't mind the Devils Rangers kind of thing, because that is a real, like, rivalry. Like, yeah. And then the Knicks, it, this is always going to be a Nick town. Yeah, it's the one. I think it's. I feel like it's the one sports team where ninety percent of the basket, if not ninety five percent of the basketball fans here, are Nick fans. Yeah, even like, when they were say, terrible. If like, you want to I mean, say, you know, seventy thirty Yankees Mets or whatever year sixty forty uh, Jets Giants sixty forty. If you want to do it that way, I mean, the Nets aren't even relevant. No, in the Knicks space. That's right. The Knicks are in the stratosphere because they're the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, and think they about history. Right, in recent history, too, you had the early 2000s, Jason Kidd and Kenyon Martin and Richard Jefferson and those teams going to NBA Finals, and the Knicks were struggling. I remember the 2004 first round, the Knicks with uh, Tim Thomas and Keith Van Horn, some miserable basketball team that they had with like, Isaiah Thomas being the coach, got swept by the Nets. Uh, they were just... It, so the Nets, and then the Nets with Kevin Durant, and obviously... 
uh, Kyrie Irving and James Harden, they, they also came in and, and took a lot of headlines. So the point being that no matter what the Nets do, winning, and they didn't you know win a championship back then, but they went to NBA Finals, either winning or, or stealing the back page headlines, they're just, it's never, even when the Knicks stink, the fans hate the franchise, they got problem with Dolan, they got all sorts of nonsense, and losing year after losing year, they're still going to be bigger and more important and more relevant than that franchise will ever be. And the Knicks, you can make an argument that the Knicks prior to this Leon Rose, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle movement, that they were one of the most pathetic franchises in sports today uh, in this country. There was, I mean, they were that, they were that bad. It was that embarrassing. Uh, So that just shows you that the fan base is strong. went through all of that and reaping the benefits now and I still believe they're one player away from being a team that could be favored to go to an NBA Finals. But right now, they're going to give everybody hell. You know they are. And even if they don't have a Joel Embiid or a, or a Giannis or a Jimmy Butler, uh, they are deep. They are tough. They are seasoned now after going to the playoffs last year. I mean, the, the, you don't want to mess with them. You don't want to see them do in the you playoffs. Do uh, you think somehow, some way, Kyle Lowry finds his way to the Knicks? Potentially a buyout. I mean, by the Hornets, and you bring him in, and he's a backup to Jalen Brunson, and he's a veteran, and he can, you know, you know, I'm not talking about a guy that's going to come in and play 20 minutes. No, I'm talking about a guy that understands his role and wants to be a legitimate vet that plays defense, can shoot threes, but doesn't have to be the guy with the heavy load because that's Jalen Brunson's world. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I mean, I think that when when some fans see oh, Kyle Lowry, like, oh, what a what a waste. He's over the hill. I mean, you, you wouldn't be bringing him in to save the world. You'd be bringing him in to do exactly what you're talking about. He played with OG Ananobi when that team won a championship up in Toronto. He's a veteran. He understands what it is to win. Uh, I, I would like not bring in Derek Rose here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, right. But and even more so because of the... You know the the experience in in a championship environment. So yeah, I I, I wouldn't have an issue with it at all. I'm not trading for him because no. I think the Hornets going to have to buy him out. I would imagine. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, but that that definitely I think would help the, the roster currently. And I would think that if you were Kyle Lowry, you'd be thinking, okay, that would be like the perfect team for me to go to. I think you would think that. Again, he's 37. You know, he's used to being the man. I don't know whether or not you know they. You have to shelve your ego if you're coming to the Knicks. The one thing I will say, like I thought Josh Hart, I think OG and nobody, like I don't sense that they have these big egos. Like they want to be a part of a winning culture and a winning team, and they'll play defense and they'll do all the little things that Tom Thibodeau is talking about. And I was glad to see that Hart got the extension by the Knicks when when they finally were able to give him one because I felt like he when he got here last year he had a definite immediate impact, much like OG and has. Yes, and those are two critical trades that Leon Rose has made, and he's found the right mix. And you got to give him credit for being patient, not making the stupid deal. A lot of people at first blush didn't like Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett being traded. I, I have the text messages to this day where I said I loved it the second that I heard it. I think people are just not familiar with, with OG Ananobi and his, his winning basketball play. and how I mean, you saw him last night with the steals and... And and how he contributes all sorts of ways and fills up the stat sheet. So all I know is he goes a hundred miles an hour up and down the court. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's perfect. He's just yes. absolutely perfect and uh, for this team and where they are right now. And he's not going to be asked to score twenty points a game, although he could do that if he wanted to. 
Um, you know, he doesn't need the ball in his hand. Remember that whole thing about how R.J. Barrett couldn't, like, really fit right with with Julius Randle? Yeah. Because both need the ball. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's not who O.G. Ananobi is. And I didn't understand that totally until now I see what it looks like. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, and, and some of those things... You know, are just you don't know how it's going to work until they're out there and they're playing. But that's what the GM and the coach have to figure out. They they have to watch these guys on film and then say this guy's skill set fits exactly to what we're trying to do. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. And with this particular trade, it has worked perfectly. Well, you know that obviously playing against the guy and you see how they impact your team negatively when you're playing against them. You're saying that's the kind of guy that we need on our team. And I think that's what the Knicks did here. Yeah, and there were so many wasted regular seasons over the last number of years where I was just so pissed off with the same guys coming back. We'd make the same comments. And could this guy take a next step? Could that guy take a next step? Maybe this, maybe that. And it just never worked out. And you'd be sitting here in late January with a dead team on your hands that you got no joy out of. And you got the exact opposite of that right now. And regular season basketball is is not exactly the most entertaining thing in the world. But the Knicks make it entertaining because they play hard. They play defense. And they're doing things that they haven't done in a very long time. And consistently. And they came back after last year and have gotten better. Uh, so it's, it's great. You want to watch regular season basketball. And you want to see them because you know they're going to show up. They're going to play hard. They're going to try to win every single night. It's great. I mean, it's, it's great for uh, the fan that's been dying for this. You know what I was saying? How that team has been energized by the trade. Mm -hmm. And you could see, like, everybody's elevated. And everybody now has a much better understanding of their role. Now, meantime, the other team that plays in that building, the Rangers, are going the other way. Like, they have become, like, they're caught in the malaise of the darkness of the season, the middle of the season. Two more games, they get a week off, and then maybe they'll get Philip Heedle back and he'll be ready to go. And and all of a sudden, maybe they'll get charged up by getting one of their better, younger players back. But it's, it's a long, arduous season for these teams, both NBA and NHL. And it's amazing that you think about the Islanders. <clears throat> this is a huge swing. This is a huge swing. With Patrick Waz, yes, by yep. by Lou Lamarillo. This is like I'm going for the fences, and I'm going right now, and I'm going to get a guy in here who's like the Sean Avery of goalies. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not going to be he's not going to be messing around. I, I haven't talked to my son-in-law about this yet. I'm going to wait. Really? <laughs> I'm going to wait. Yes. Oh, I thought so, you'd text him right away. And no, see what he was thinking. no. <clears> hmm. <throat> it's not my team. If Matt were playing for the Rangers and this happened, I'd be all over it. But since it's not my team, you know, I got to I gotta tread lightly on this one. Yeah, but you check in on your son-in-law. Yeah, like, I check hey, in, make sure he's doing okay. I think he's very happy and everything. You know, it's also my daughter. I gotta, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to make sure everything's a maniac, know, too. So everything's like, going well over there. It's what you yeah. need. It was, I, was, I was watching Steve Young do something. He was talking about his daughters playing flag football. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how the girls love watching football, but now that they're playing football and they're playing flag football, they love it even more because they love the game. And I'm like, that's what Sydney was doing back in seventh grade. She played flag football in seventh grade? I brought it to the school, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. And she was the quarterback. Yeah. She was an animal. Sabrina's really loving it at five years old. She's really loving watching football with me. She asks, you know, who's the blue team? Who's this team? Why are they doing that? She's into it, but... She's like, I'm not. She goes, Daddy, I'm never playing football. They they hit each other too much. I'm like, Yeah, I don't expect you to play flag football. football. Maybe you could play some flag football. Yeah, yeah she's, she seems to be. 
seems to be into it, which is good. That's what you want. I mean, I when you have two daughters, you hope that one of them wants to sit there and watch sports with you. That's what you hope. You know, just one. And if they don't, that's fine. Do yeah. what they want to do. I'm not going to force them. I'm not going to duct tape them, tape them to the couch to watch Vikings Bears on a you know an October what you got to do take them to a game. And they got to they got to experience the uh, you know what's what's the, what's the stadium out there called? What in Minneapolis? Yes. U.S. Bank. Yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium. That's yeah. a beautiful stadium. You got to take them there. They got to hear the Viking horn. They got to feel that. Yeah, so I when we had Sabrina, we had this uh, deal. I said, you can make her a Steeler fan, but she's got to be a Mets fan. And she doesn't want to be a Steelers fan. She wants to be a Vikings fan. So I said, okay, good. She likes the purple and yellow, which is the same as their school colors. So nice. she's in. But I mean, going to a football game, you know, yeah, it's a TV sport, man. Yeah, no, no, no. You got to put her on a plane to go to you Minnesota. You got to take her, man. I'm not taking her to MetLife Stadium. There's no way in hell I'm taking her there. No. I'd rather fly to Minnesota. <laughs> I'd rather fly from Tokyo back to freaking Baltimore. Like Taylor Swift is over Vegas. I mean, go with the Winters Brothers, man, like early in the season. And Dude. maybe the Jets are playing the Vikings one. I don't know. One they are years. playing the Vikings, but I think I think it's out there. The Jets oh, are is. playing the Vikings this year, but I'm pretty sure it's out there. I mean, that stadium is awesome. That is it is. No, it's, stadium. It's, it's absolutely tremendous. I still man. think she's a little young yet, but... Yeah, she'll be yeah, maybe like seven or eight. You fly out there, just you and her. You have a nice weekend together. Yeah, she'll be six in February. So you go to camp just like you used to do. Yeah, right. Training camp. Take Sabrina to training camp. Maybe she gets into that. The draft. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a sicko. I remember getting picked up. So back in the day when the draft was at Radio City every year, and it was all, well, first it was at the theater at Madison Square Garden, and then it was moved to Radio City. I had one year at the Javits Center, and I went like four or five years in a row. I remember sitting, I had a Vikings blow-up chair, and my my parents lived on a cul-de-sac, and I sat, I pulled the Vikings blow-up chair out into the road because I was getting picked up at 2 a.m. by my friend to go into the draft because at that point, you showed up and they gave you a wristband. Yeah, yeah, you got in, online, you lined right, up early. Yeah. yeah. So it, I, <laughs> I was so locked in, I had my jersey yeah. on, my purple pants, my hat, and I would sit in the middle of the road. In the Vikings blow-up chair, waiting for my friend to come down the road, and his his like 1994 Honda Accord would turn the corner, playing the NFL film, films music. That's how. What time did you get online? Well, we got there. We were left at two, so you figured coming from Bellport, whatever that was, we'd fly in parking garage. So I'm three something, you know, three fifteen, three thirty. When did the doors open? Uh, well, it started at noon back then. I believe the doors open around 11, from what I remember. Yeah. You were sitting out there that long? Well, yeah. You you get the wristband as soon as you get there. This right. is the way you they used to do it years and years ago. So you got the wristband as soon as you got there, and then you could do whatever you wanted. And then you'd have to line back up later. Okay. So I remember it was really cold one time, and, and we just spent most of the time in, in Penn Station just hanging out. Downstairs, it was. I mean, when you're young, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, doing. could you imagine doing that now? No. And I remember, you know, wearing purple pants inside a Penn Station when it's like three something in the morning, going from like a Friday night into a Saturday. It must have been ve- very popular. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I was people like, "What are you look at this idiot? Look at this loser with your purple pants!" And I was just like, "Yeah," I was like, "Just, uh, get, ha- just hammer me! I don't even care at this point." You know, I was so locked in who they're going to draft. But you know what? You love football, and 
I love you for loving football. Yeah, and I, I, I told there you this you before, I don't know if you remember, but there was one year where I found out that if you stayed through every single pick of the second day, all the way, all seven rounds, they came around and gave you a voucher for the next year so you could skip the, the line and all that stuff, yes. And I sat there that second day at Radio City for every single pick, and then they came around right as Mr. Irrelevant was being named, and they were handing out the vouchers for the next year. Was it still uh, Was it still seven rounds, or how long no, was it? No, it was seven rounds. It was. It was seven rounds. Yeah, and is that I, when you got on TV? Uh, it was one of those years, yeah. And we we got to, Remember I showed you that video with the... Came back from ESPN, and I was. It was the year after they blew the pick where the Vikings didn't get the card up in time. Yeah, and I'm Mike pointing Tice, to my. Yeah, yeah. I'm pointing to my uh, my watch. <laughs> I think we found it on. They can't use it. Yeah, they can't use it. But I think I think they they found it somewhere. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it's it crazy. It, Mankato, Minnesota. I mean, that was nuts. <laughs> I mean, Mankato, Minnesota, the Mankato Holiday Inn. I oh. stayed in for five years. Befriended Denny Green. Well. Yes, he didn't. I wrote that letter to get to the NFC Championship game, and he got me tickets. And I always wanted to thank him in person. I never. I, every time I tried to get close to him after that at training camp, I never could like get close to him to th- to thank him in person. But yeah, yeah, a lot of coaching the team when I took you to uh, the Monday night games. Uh, I want to say Brad Childress. That's who I want to say. Hmm. It's two thousand. Yeah. I think it was Brad Childress. Denny Green, R.I.P., man. That's my yeah. guy. Yeah. Al just asked me, maybe we can get him for the Super Bowl. I was like, Al. Al? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. Oh. Okay. Right. They are G. who we thought they were. Yeah. Yep. Love you, Denny. Deuces up to Denny Green. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry is back with a, another update and moment of the day. What has happened to Jerry? We are brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. One last time, thankfully. Uh, we run through the Knicks and the Nets. Smith in transition. Around Hart. Floats it at the rim. Blocked away. Johnson rebound. That's rejected. Saved by Hart. Starts a break for the Knicks. Randall ahead to Brunson. Back to Randall in a two-hand slam. A wild end-to-end sequence in the Knicks of the two-point lead with a minute to go in the game. You know what I take from that? What? Carino's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made great play by the Knicks, of course, but he had that we perfectly knew that. on the fan. No, I know we know that. We always talk about him, but that was a pretty damn good call right there. And, and the makes Knicks... him even better. He's got to do it for a losing team. Knicks beat them. Well, how about Ian? Same thing. Ian did it on TNT last night. You'd never know that he was the Nets' lead announcer on Yes. As he did it he's with, a professional, Jerry. Stan Van Gundy. Yes, he's a yes, he is a pro. Ian's all over the place. Hey, by the way, you know, I was thinking about it. I know you got that Rutgers shirt on today. I do. That actually works out great for Reco Sports. That R. Uh, I did let you think, borrow that for Reco Sports. I don't. Uh, no. <laughs> I think copyright. this is trademarked and copyrighted. I know, but you should get that in your contract that you could use that. Oh, you get my contract. Yes. Uh, well, personally, I would also go navy blue. I don't. I'm not a red person. I like right. Blue. Okay. But uh, I can talk to Pat Hobbs, see what he says. Yeah, I like it. It's a, okay. it's a good R for Reco Sports. Yeah. Maybe you I mean, could use that R okay. and an S. Uh, wow. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing. <laughs> but it would cost you twice as much because you got to use two letters. I would have to use two letters. Yes, thank you. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Right now, it's Rutgers. Okay. I All think right. Reco when I see it. Thank you. Uh, here's Julius Randle on the win, the five-point win last night at Barclays. I mean, well, this is actually more so on that play we just played. I mean, that's our team. And, you know, me and Jay, we get a lot of shots. We score the points and stuff like that, but... Those are the players that won us games. And they did score the points. They combined for 60. Each one had 30 points in the 108-103 win. Um, OG Ananobi, the Knicks are 10-2 and two since they got them. Tom Thibodeau knows huge. Can't say enough about what OG brings to our team. Like from steals, blocks, um, all that. So those, those plays were huge down the stretch for us. No doubt about it. And here was Jalen Brunson. Certainly enjoyed all the support. It felt like a home game. That's very important. Um, I mean, Knicks fans are amazing. Um, the way they're always at every game um, cheering as loud as anyone. And so, uh, I mean, it's always awesome to hear them. You know who also heard all the Knicks fans? Mikael Bridges. That thing goes so good for him. That's like any person in here is not fun. And you feel like you're at a away game at home. So Yeah, and he had 36 in that loss where they blew the nine-point lead to start the fourth quarter. So the Knicks are rolling. They won four four straight, five of six, and they've moved 10 games over 500 now at 27 and 17, and the Nets are going in the opposite direction. Also of note last night, the Clippers did beat the Lakers by 11. No LeBron James in that game, and Nikola Jokic had a triple-double. Nuggets beat the Pacers 114-109, and of course... The uh, Bucks moving on from Adrian Griffin, despite the fact that they're 30-13 and 13 through 43 games. There's still nothing definitive on who their head coach will be. 
but uh, all indications and reports are suggesting that it will be Doc Rivers, in which case ESPN and ABC would have to fill that role, which they vacated in the offseason for him. So we shall see. Well, they got uh, a stable of guys and gals over there they could put in there. True, but you blew out Mark Jackson and, uh, and Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, I, I think a lot of that was also you know Disney overall trying to shed or have the perception that they're shedding money from their salaries and things of that nature so it looks a little bit better to wall street and things of that kind of financial ilk you know what i mean Fooling around with the numbers yes lots of tentacles as you like to say yes lots of tentacles uh st john's takes on villanova tonight seton hall is home for providence tonight some other stuff uh the bills we talked about them because sean mcdermott met the media yesterday as they're kind of wrapping up the season just talking about where his franchise is i don't think you start by tearing you know you don't this is not a situation where you you strip it down to the studs you start all over i mean we've done a lot of good things and, and the players have done a lot of good things and now it's a matter of getting over the hump and trying to first beat the chiefs and then get to the super bowl and win a super bowl uh the chiefs are in baltimore on sunday to take on the ravens afc championship game we'll have it here of course it's on cbs as well niners lions in the nfc championship game adrian beltray joe mauer and todd hilton voted into the baseball hall of fame i told you earlier we had the uh, a couple of clips from aaron boone i know not all that interesting of note, but I mentioned the fact of Anton trying to change body type, if you will, and you looked at me like I was nuts. Uh, here was the Boone clip talking about that. He was on with Evan and Tiki, and I guess this is about trying to keep him in the lineup on a day-to-day basis and, and you know fighting off these injuries. Yeah, I think just body composition-wise, being an older player that's not older, you know, in his 30s now, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's had some of the lower body you know, soft tissue things that have come up, you know, I, I think understanding that, you know, playing at a at a lighter weight is something that's going to really serve him well. Right, like playing as opposed to sitting and just DHing. Uh, and also the other one that came of that was, <clears throat> remember when Brian Cashman, all yeah. the F-bombs? Yes. So here was uh, Aaron Boone on that. You know, there are times that you want to defend yourself as well, so I think it was a little bit of that. Well, but I, <laughs> I enjoyed the rant. I think we all did. Actually, yeah, I like, think we all want to defend ourselves, too. I mean, that's exactly what Brian Cash I, was I, I loved it. I hated his nirn-nirn-nirn-nirn-nirn at press conferences. I didn't agree with everything that he said, yeah. but it was it was great that he came out firing. But now he's back to nirn-nirn-nirn-nirn. It's like a one-time thing. That was it. Although they're not done yet. I still think they probably moves to make like I think the Mets have moves to make. And then one other one from this to not bore you. But uh, interesting because a lot's been made of Aaron them going to Aaron Judge to see what he thinks about moves. Uh, here was Boone talking about that. He certainly earned a level of respect, obviously across the game, but certainly within our organization. So um, I think once he signed long-term and became the captain, I think along with that, you know, becomes, you know, allowed for even more of a, you know, we we do value what he thinks and what he says. So there you well, go. Then, like, well, didn't they go to Jeets uh, when they acquired A-Rod? Well, they yeah, had to because, yeah. was, you know, that whole shortstop thing and how much they had it at a rivalry. It's sort of like when they come to you about when they're going to hire the new program director and see if you're okay with it. It's <laughs> right. like that. Exactly. You know? Have you, you know? conferred with them yet? you got to earn the respect. Yeah, I've had some conversations. Yeah. So, got it. It's just, it's the same exact thing. Okay. You're the Aaron Judge of this place. They're going to run it by you and see what's going on. Or the Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. So, uh, everything's got to be run by you. Yeah, okay. So you get some slap back there. It's now you're not going to have it, right? You guys keep living in your fantasy land. I mean, you know, not that it wasn't this way anyway, but what a cool feeling about what to be you around here. 
What do you mean to be me? I like showing up. I like who I work with, and I get no, I get here, and then, then the I leave. The station starts and stops with you right no, now. No, it doesn't. No, it does. It starts with you and Al. It starts with you and Al. No, 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 no. I said the station. I didn't say the day. It starts and stops with you. That's, hey. that's kind of cool. I'm the man right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Like this new guy's got to come in. You guys live in a fantasy land. If What's boom, that? I said when the new guy comes in, if Boomer don't want to pay attention to him, no problem. No one. Right. Yep. And then no one will. If By you the respect way. him, then it trickles that down. That is very true. Yeah, okay. If it, if you, like, just like you said, the most important guy, the best player on your team, if right. he's the hardest worker, you yes. say that all the time. Yeah. You got to, as they say in the wrestling world, you got to put him over is what they say. Okay. So when you're if you you can you can put them over by showing respect to say I like this guy that's true but you could also <laughs> ruin his like it was a little dicey with Spike in the beginning because he shortened your sports minutes and you yes. hated that and there was a <laughs> probationary time I didn't know that yeah where he was well like, I mean you know it, it is a sports minute but then they cut it to thirty seconds ah. and and finally we found a rhythm to get within thirty seconds I don't know many people right here don't care about them because they they. Openly talk about that. Only Joe B. Which is fine. Brandon. No, no Brandon. Those guys oh, okay. don't like it either. But they, you know, they don't get paid for it. So what the hell? And just, just to clear one thing up, when you say we live in a fantasy land, yes, there's you and there's us. Boomer decides not working tomorrow. You go down in the office, not coming in tomorrow. Okay, we yeah, walk I, down there I, and say very, not working tomorrow. Then the hell you are. <laughs> I very yeah. rarely ever do that. I didn't say you. I've do never. It all I've the never. Time, I've but never. You sure could. Yeah, yeah. you could. He's I mean, yeah, but I example. don't. But I don't. Again. Right, everything trickles down it's from one the thing top. When you when you sit in a chair like this and you uh, you kind of leverage it and you throw it in people's faces, and there's another thing when you actually sit in a chair like I, this and you actually like people and respect them. I never once said you were a bad leader or a bad guy. I just said it's got to be cool to walk around being you. I, I don't. Think you are the man right now. If that's how you think about it. That's not that's how I how look. Everybody at it. thinks about and it. I'm the man right now. In this industry, <laughs> it's not an independent that thought by Jerry. No. And start screaming about how great they are. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not. I'm the man right that. now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. That's very nice. Boomer <laughs> fan. Right. <laughs> you know why? Why originally, you know, Spike was not the guy that was cutting it. It was Sales who was cutting it. The, yeah, but, the sportsman, but Spike had to be the, the messenger. Yep, that's true. And then also there was there was another like joke he made early on that didn't sit well with you that he had to like he was like ah oh, I really screwed up and I said this but we didn't like it <laughs> now he thinks I'm this I'll I'll save that one for another time All but right. there was a couple of bottom line is what I'm trying to say is there was a couple of dicey moments there where you guys were doing the the dance you know you guys were doing the fandango back and forth <laughs> and finally you came together and started close dancing you know I I swear to God I don't remember any of that. Well, I don't. Because you don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't win. I can't It's so win. true. We're not, not saying anything bad. Thing. It's cool. It's not saying anything bad. No, we're, we're complimenting. Yes. Yeah, well, it's uh, very weird how it's, you're doing it. Uh, okay. Spike would come to me like, did I screw up? Like, should I see him? What should I do? You know, he's asking me. And you probably told him, don't worry about it. He already forgot about it. Essentially, yes. yes exactly. Yeah, essentially, yes, I would say. It's like, you're, I was like, you're overthinking this too much. You, you, you really are. Which is me telling someone they're overthinking something is, is crazy. It's like, like Barash calling McMonagle fat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it generally is not my strong suit, but he was overthinking. Okay. Yeah. Now, one thing you would like to forget would be the way the Rangers finished last night. Yeah. Vanajad got picked off. A couple of picks set up. The Sharks win it in overtime on the goal by Tomas Hurdle. Man, 
And 3-2 is the final. Sam Rosa. I know you find that funny. Tom Schmertle. <laughs> Sam Rosa MSG was Tomas Hurdle that oh. had the game winner after the Rangers had led 2-0. San Jose scored twice in the third, and they get the uh, the win. Peter Laviolette is not good enough. You know, we're in a position to win the game tonight and pull out of the road trip at 2-2 two and two and left the road trip with two wins. And so, you know, it's it's frustrating not to get the win tonight. Understandably so. And the same for the Islanders, who wound up losing last night. Barbashev. Hit a trailer, marches so shot, save, rebound, they score! It's Nicholas Waugh off the turnover, and Vegas is up by two. Nicholas Waugh's second period goal. That would be the difference as they would win the game 3-2. Brock Nelson did score in the loss. Brendan Burke on MSG. And just one other thing from the NHL, which I did not realize until uh, a little earlier. The Oilers won last night. They have won 14 straight games. Wow. That's pretty damn impressive. Do you know who their coach is? No. You have no idea. Schmerd and murder. Peter DeBoer. I don't know. Chris Knobloch. Chuck's nephew. <laughs> no, he came from the, the Rangers affiliate up in Hartford. And they hired him like, you know, know about that. five weeks ago. <laughs> I, right, before we I get don't to, care. <laughs> <laughs> before we get to moment of the day, I want to hear from uh, Ronnie in Brooklyn. What's going on, Ronnie? Hello? Hello, Ronnie. Hey, what's happening, brother? Good morning. Good morning to you. What's on your mind? Hey, listen. So I watch uh, I watch the Boomer and Geo show all the time, every day. I put it on when I go to the dentist's office. When I go anywhere, I put it on. I also watch the Tiki show. I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. And the show, and then they, they have a, a thing on Thursdays with Bad Tiki. Mm-hmm. Bad Tiki says that Boomer should be doing the overnight, and he should be doing it with, with, uh, with Jerry. In the morning. Wow. I was wondering, why, why would, uh, you know... You that's disrespect to both of us who, there. Who was the man? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, well, well yes. listen, Roddy, that, that's not really Tiki. That's Izzo minute, putting that it, stuff it, in Tiki's this, mouth. So. Is this Boomer? Yes. Oh, my God. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> what's happening, Roddy? How you doing? <laughs> hey, man, this is the first time I called. Yes. And then the first time you guys, did, oh, this is great, man. You guys made my day. <laughs> well, thank you, Ronnie. That's I appreciate awesome, you made man. our day, too. But that's bad, Tiki. That's a fake That's a fake AI thing that they do in yeah, the I afternoon. Know, I, know okay. fake, I know it's fake AI, yeah. but somebody. Yeah, it's Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo's, you know, taking a shot at us. And, you know, he thinks he's the big man that walks around here now. And Spike, by the way. That's that's his own spike doing that. Right. So uh, just so you know, Ronnie, and I'm glad that you got a kick out of being on the air. But just so you know, like in in Izzo's fake AI bad tiki world, he's taking shots at Boomer. In real life, he's getting Boomer's oatmeal. (laughs) All right. So true. (laughs) Those are the facts. So don't worry about what bad tiki's saying. He's got to walk down to the deli with his tail between his legs and say, did he say banana and cinnamon today or just banana? I forget. (laughs) <laughs> well, he gets free breakfast out of it. Yes, which is almost oh. also an insult. <laughs> which is great. That was funny. All uh, right, moment of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who know it. We actually got a little political this morning. Well, not really, just sort of. On the night of the New Hampshire primary, CNN Sports comes in with the Doc Rivers news. <laughs> <laughs> Look okay. over here. Uh, that's fake know. news. Sad. You know, it's funny since you bring this up. Um, talking about you know New Hampshire and everything. So at Sirius XM yesterday, Stephen A was with Howard Stern, and he made it very clear there's one thing he would like to do in terms of Donald Trump. Obviously, I have my show first take on ESPN every weekday morning, right? Yes. It's a debate show. Even though I would love 
to be in a presidential debate. I'm nothing. I think you do great. Oh, my. No, no, I'd eat him alive. I'd debate Trump any day of the week. Any day of the week. Name the time and place and I'd show up. Now, this is clearly not from yesterday, but could you imagine what Trump would actually think? We have people that are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) He would probably resort to name calling. We have losers. We have losers. Now, that's from a long time ago. It had nothing to do with Stephen A. Just bitch. <laughs> there you go. Moment of the day. Oh, so good. Thanks, Jerry. It's vagina. <laughs> China. Breast. Vagina. Breast. Oh, my God. <laughs> vagina. Breast. Just a sample. <laughs> Uh, That'd be some debate. <laughs> <You're really>, oh. <laughs> Vagina. Breast. <laughs> All right, guys, we need to move on to the next topic, the border. <laughs> Who's the ass man? <laughs> <laughs> Got to get on vagina and breast. Let's talk about foreign policy, please. Oh, my God. Let's get back on track here with this debate. Hmm. Uh, it's Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So there's this crazy story out of Kansas City that we had talked about a little bit earlier. So there were a few friends, uh, four friends, actually a fifth friend has now come forward that was at this Kansas City Chiefs watch party uh, over the weekend. And three of the guys at this party were found dead in the host's backyard having frozen to death. Now, that's the initial, the toxicology reports and stuff have not 
come out yet, but it got very, very cold, and their bodies were there outside in this guy's backyard. Now, you're thinking, okay, well, who is the who owns this house? Well, the guy who owned the house had no idea that his friends had gone outside and died for two days. And apparently he was sleeping on his couch for most of two days straight while his friends were in the backyard dead. It's a bizarre story. A fifth friend has come forward claiming he was present at the watch party, uh, but he had left and he was the first one that had gone and, and he had seen those guys and hung out, but he had left. So this it's it seems like a mystery, but I would not be surprised with all the horrible news that we see out there with these drug overdoses that have to do with fentanyl mm. that these three guys went outside to do some coke that was fentanyl laced. They didn't know about it. They died instantly. The other friend might have partook in this at some point as well, did not have the same deadly effects, felt like he was passed out, was sick, but didn't die on his couch for two days. And then when he comes out of his drunken, high, drug-induced stupor, he's like, what the hell's going on? And he's got three friends that are dead in the backyard. I would not be surprised if that were the case because I don't, because we see this so much and it's it's a it's a it's an epidemic in this country now and it's it's just absolutely horrible the stories that we hear about this that to me would be the thing that makes sense unfortunately um but otherwise this is a totally crazy mystery yeah well i mean this is not a murder situation doesn't seem like no and it seems like this guy that owns the house was completely out of it for two days Mm -hmm. which would explain what you're talking about and which would also explain how those three guys could be all out there without even realizing what they just did to themselves. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it could have been a situation, too, where maybe they're inside and they do the drugs and then three of them are not feeling well. I'm going to go outside, get some air, and then, like, soon after that, they OD. I don't know. And the one guy stayed in the couch, on the couch, maybe passed out. But I think we just got to wait for the toxicology report to come back. That will tell us all we need to know, and, and hopefully those families will, will get uh, answers because I'm sure that... Those three guys' families want to know exactly what happened and why it happened. Yeah. Yep. So uh, just, I mean, a pure that tragedy. unbelievable. Pure tragedy. I mean, I, I mean, I can't see any other explanation, but I'm not a police officer and I don't have anything in front of me. And they're saying that it's absolutely not being investigated as a homicide. Right. I mean, so three guys dead in your backyard. Three guys. Mm-hmm. And no signs of any sort of foul play. Foul play, no no bullet wounds, no stabbing wounds. No. So it has to be exactly what you said, unless they were sitting out there and all of a sudden they froze. It couldn't have been that cold. No. No, no, no. I mean it's and it has it's just a group of guys having a party, hanging out, watching a football game, take it to the next level, and the next thing you know, you're dead. I mean, it's just now, if you told me that the guy who owned the house was the one who was furnishing the drugs, then then now all of a sudden we got a, a whole other yeah. Set that, of well, that would be then you then you have cause for homicide for sure, right? Where where did it all come from? And that's I'm sure that's what the families will want to know. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's just too much of this. There's absolutely too much of this going on, and it there seems to be no end in sight. Now I know that they. You know, they've come up with things like fentanyl testers for people who still want to go ahead and do these drugs. And 
trying to make sure that they don't die. But I mean, I, I can't imagine the family members who are like, and they were calling and texting this guy at the house and he's not answering. Yeah, wasn't, there where a wealth, are they? wasn't there a welfare check in here somewhere? Yeah. Where somebody called the cops and said, you got to go check on this guy. He's not checking back in with us. We right. don't know where he is, that kind of thing. Yeah. And just, just like that. Yeah. And we're talking young guys too. We're like in their 30s. Yeah. Well, they're all 30, 37, 38, 36. Hmm. Ugh, it's just horrible. All right, Chris in Michigan wants to talk some Knicks and some Jalen Brunson. Sorry hey. to drop that on you there, uh, Chris. But what do you want to say about the Knicks? Yeah, uh, can you guys hear me? I'm at work. Yeah, we got you, man. Go for it. All right, so I got two things. The first thing is I do not understand. Me being in Michigan, I watch all the Knicks games that I can. Uh, Jalen Brunson gets zero love. He won two national championships in college, national player of the year, dominated that one year in the playoffs for a while there with the Mavericks. Comes to New York, the hardest market to play basketball in. He's a dog. He's a pit bull. He leads the league in taking charges. He's a defensive menace. His numbers get better every week, not just every year. Every week they're getting better this year. He is not even in the top five for the guards for the All-Star game. And I know the All-Star game is a bit of a joke, but... When is the respect going to be there for him? He's better than Halliburton right now because Halliburton's had some injuries. I know he went on a tear. He's much better than Trey Young. I don't understand that. And the second thing I wanted to say was this team, no trade necessary right now after the OG one, which I loved RJ Bear, but OG fits this team a lot better. This team reminds me of the 04 Pistons uh, right here in Michigan. They're hard-nosed defense. Mitchell Robinson plays like Ben Wallace. He ain't going to get you a lot of points, but he's going to bust his ass on the court defensively. I love Tom Thibodeau. He may not be Larry Brown when it comes to Hall of Fame style, but I love him. I love this team. I love your guys' show. I watch it every day when I'm here at work. I work for GM on the assembly line. Nice. So you guys keep up. You guys keep up the good work. I love everything you guys do. Huge New York sports fan. I got the Mets pet suit on me. <laughs> you guys keep it up. I love Lots it. Lots of love, Thanks, Chris. Chris. We appreciate yeah, that, man. Love right back and by here. the way, if you live here, Jalen Brunson gets a lot of respect. The Nick fan absolutely, like Chris out in Michigan, absolutely loves Jalen Brunson. And we're two of those guys who are right there at the front of that line because we finally feel like we got a real point guard. Absolutely. But to his point, usually when someone has the success that Jalen Brunson does has in New York, nationally that person gets overrated more than underrated. And I do think that Jalen Brunson nationally is underrated. I agree with Chris. I don't think that he gets the respect that he deserves nationally when people are talking about the NBA. Now, do we care about that? No, but it is a point that he made that I agree with. And all of us here don't disrespect him. We love him. We know how important he is and and, and cherish every moment that he's been here. And he's on a, for the way he plays, he's on a ridiculously team-friendly contract, too. So we love him. But it is, it is interesting, that, that dynamic that he, because usually when you do it in New York, like Jeter, people will say that Jeter was overrated, like when he compared to some of his peers and his Not talent. Not in big moments he wasn't. Right, but in big <laughs> moments, obviously winning championships Man. and all of that. But like, but he was put on a pedestal. He was a Yankee. You know what Jeter was? Jeter was clutch, and Jeter was a professional. He, was a leader, he, he never too. crossed the line. He always was respectful and incredibly, you know, wore those pinstripes the way that you would want every one of your captains, like Aaron Judge, to wear those pinstripes. The one thing I will say about Chris, Chris said, you know, I know the All-Star game's a joke. I know the 
the, 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 the Pro Bowl skills is a joke and all that other stuff. It may come across as a joke, and it may be a joke of a game. But let me tell you something. From the player's perspective, you want to be known as an all-star. So don't think for a moment that Jalen Brunson and his teammates aren't sitting there going, this is BS. I'm, I'm one of the best point guards in the Eastern Conference. I'm leading my team. And every one of his players and the coach would tell you that he should be the point guard on the all-star team on the Eastern Conference, or however they're doing it. I don't even know. But he wants that recognition. He wants that on his resume. Oh, absolutely. I mean, sometimes there's bonuses tied to those things, too, and I'm sure he would love to have that. But I think, you know, amongst his peers, he's respected. The Nick fan absolutely loves him. So, and that um, th- that stuff matters. But it, but it is, I mean, maybe because he's not, I mean, he's just he's a point guard and he, he plays basketball like a throwback. I mean, maybe that's why he doesn't get as much attention. But the other thing, too, is he's not in your face with his personality and, and flamboyance and some of these other guys that they are. No knock on them, but, you know, they build their brands a different way. Jalen Brunson's just like straight up, I'm playing basketball, I'm winning, and everybody can just get out of my way, you know? Yeah, there's a, there's a, I guess, a sense of humbleness, but I also believe that, um, you know, he's he just wasn't a first overall draft pick, you know, whatever, you know, whatever comes with that kind of, you know, that reputation out of the draft and out of, I don't know. Like, that last caller couldn't have said it any better. Yep. Especially with what he accomplished in college and now what he's doing with the Knicks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 